Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back to One Bills Live. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you, and pleased to be joined now by the lead play-by-play voice for the NFL on CBS Three-time Emmy Award winner, and he's calling Bills Jets on Sunday with Tony Romo. It's Jim Nance, everybody. How we doing, Jim? We're doing well. Thank you, Chris. Steve, good to be with you, boys. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy Merry, holidays. Merry <laughs> Christmas and welcome coming back to Buffalo. I'm, um, it's We're seeing you a little bit more and more these days now that Josh Allen and these guys have emerged. You've done the games in Kansas City, those phenomenal games that have happened in Kansas City. You're getting to see him now. Um, I think at least for the second time here in Buffalo, you got the Pittsburgh game early in the season, correct? We did. We had that. We had the the Pittsburgh game on October the ninth, and uh, this marks our second one. Uh, and then, if things hold up, I think we'll be there for two playoff games as the one seed. If that holds, uh, I would think we'd be there divisional with a W. Obviously, we'd be there for the AFC Championship. So, I expect a. a a pretty steady diet of trips to uh, yeah. your great city for years to come. Yeah, yeah. Jim, it's it's. I, I think the one thing that's kind of taken us all a little bit by surprise is the performance of the AFC East top to bottom. I mean, a lot of people coming into the season were saying, it's all about the AFC West. There's going to be cannibalism out there. They're going to be beating up on each other all season. Everybody was sleeping on the AFC East, which is significantly tighter than I think anyone anticipated. Well, it's a good point, Chris. First off, the Jets are a lot better than anyone thought. Uh, so that that's helped the division. And when you look at the West, everybody kind of oversold the Broncos. They're a lot worse than anyone thought. So you just take those two teams and flip them, their seasons, and it certainly has changed the, the texture of those divisions. But the, the AFC East and the NFC East are just uh, absolute dynamite. And uh, Look, the Bills are, are sitting on top of the world right now. I'm sorry to hear the news today about Von Miller. Uh, yeah, we were there for the uh, Thanksgiving Day game, and I was greatly concerned as he was being carted off the field, and we were getting updates. He's not going to return today. I said something to the effect on the air. Well, we don't care about today. We care about the long-range view right. of all of this. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm sorry to see after this exploratory surgery that they found, in fact, the ACL was uh, – was compromised and torn. Yeah, and it, it is it is unfortunate, no question about it. It's kind of um, – he has been uh, – we have talked about his effect on the young players at the defensive end position here in Buffalo. A.J. Epineza, Boogie Basham. Uh, Greg Rousseau. Greg Rousseau, the, the, the entire roster of these guys that he's been playing with and around and how he's elevated their play uh, – it's now an opportunity to see, well, maybe these guys makes, uh, make the most of 
the, the teachings that he's done, maybe carry that on, maybe gain, maybe gain some inspiration over his absence. I know that's a long, that's a big, big reach in today's NFL, but no question Von Miller has had an impact on this team on the field, and it remains to be seen, I think, now in the coming weeks as to maybe that impact happens uh, now that he's off the field. Well, I really all, I thought all along, Steve, that this was, uh, by and large, this was a, a, a playoff uh, scenario for, for the Bills, that this was really all about Vaughn performing in January and hopefully in February. And you're right, you're going to get the Russos, who I am, I'm actually seeing, I think, Russo grow and evolve uh, here in just the last few weeks. They're going to need some guys to step up. You know, I was just looking at the replay you just showed of the injury, and it looked like such an innocuous play. It was nothing that looks like an ACL to me, but um, funny how these things go. Um, they're going to have to make up for it, though. Uh, and, and and you're going to need home field. I, I mean, and I, I, I know there's there's a lot of work to go through here. The Jets, they already know how good the Jets can be um, with that first matchup. And, uh, you know, later in the year or later here in a week or so, you got Cincinnati on the road. So, Hey, to me, if I, if I was trying to map out what the bills need to do right now, that, that that's no great surprise to anyone, but I've seen these Buffalo at Kansas city matchups. And yes, the bills won this year and they, they were there twice last year, but to get into the playoffs, and have that game uh, at Orchard Park, that's a big deal to me. If, if, if the Bills can get the one seed, I believe they go all the way. I really do. Yeah, and interesting because the, the three losses the Bills have this year, one to Miami Dolphins in the heat, and a week after they lost six or seven guys to injury. And then, of course, the, the debacle that happened against Minnesota where they had three game-stopping plays all went catastrophically the other way. Those two losses, you can kind of say, well, wow, that was bad luck. Uh, the, the luck of the draw, but the Jet loss is one that even people in the building will say the Jets outplayed them. The Jets really deserved to win that game. Zach Wilson didn't make any huge mistakes. Their defense showed up in a big way, stifled Josh Allen the offense. This Jet team is the one team we've seen this year hang in there with Buffalo one-on-one and without any huge lucky breaks, beat them. They got a lot of talent on the team, Steve. I mean, I'm sitting here just all day putting my, uh, of course, you can't see it here on this screen, but yeah. putting my boards together and working on my color-coded spotting board. And I started looking at the talent they brought in this year. Uh, obviously, they hit on the draft, uh, but the free agent, I'm talking about this year's draft with the three first-rounders uh, led by Sauce Gardner. But they got so many guys that they brought in by free agency in the offseason, and they hit on these guys. So they're a good team. Uh, you know, Mike White, Buffalo fans, remember Mike White from last year. Bills certainly had their way with them last year, but um, it, they're feisty. They're, they're a very – they're much better than people think. Let's just put it that way. You've seen it. It was not a joke. I think early in the season maybe there were some people who were thinking they could, they could be taken lightly. I don't think anybody's doing that anymore. What – Let's talk about Mike White since you brought him up, Jim. I mean, you know, he he makes a start last year, performs admirably, and then it kind of crashes and burns against the Bills shortly thereafter with a four-interception performance against Buffalo. This year he's got back-to-back 300-yard passing days here, albeit one in a loss last week uh, where they really just couldn't score in the red zone more than anything else, going one for six down there. Um, 
Is this sustainable, do you think, maybe more so this year than it was for them last year because of that aforementioned talent that you listed that's around them? Well, Garrett Wilson, you're watching right now, he certainly loves Mike White at quarterback. He's uh, He's got almost 300 yards receiving the last two weeks, uh, including well, look what he did here against the Bills uh, in week nine. But Garrett Wilson's come alive here with Mike White at quarterback. He throws a beautiful football. I know that. Uh, it, it was a disaster for him last year against the Bills, talking about Mike White. I think he threw four picks. Um, but there's going to be a lot of people going to look back at this and say, man, what the Jets' record could have been if Mike White was her quarterback all along. I mean, he's over 300 yards each of the last two starts since he was put back in the lineup. And uh, like that pass right there against Minnesota, that's that's some good-looking stuff. They had the game won last week. They dropped the pass in the end zone. Of course, you would have had to stop Cousins and the Vikings coming down and uh, and scoring as well. But this team's not afraid. That's one thing I see. Robert Salah, this team's not afraid. Yeah, and when you talk about you know the way this team has played and and the mileage they've gotten out of the earliest part of the draft, they uh, they are no fluke. Seven and four is what they deserve. They've really played well in those games, and the fact that they did it without Brees Hall, the number one running back, who was just starting to explode. Um, even the Jets have managed to kind of weather the long nature of the grind of the regular season. And Robert Salah deserves a lot of credit for that. He's going to get a lot of attention for coach of the year. And I, you know, what's, what's a shame is a guy like Sean McDermott, who I think is as good as anybody in the league. They have a season like this and people say, yeah, but they were supposed to be that good. So they don't quite get maybe as much acclaim as, as they should. I have nothing but great regard for, for Sean, but when it comes to, when it comes to the end of the year voting, uh, plus a little bit of the New York media influence or whatever that plays, you can you can bet Robert Salah, he's on a heck of a job. He's gonna get he's gonna be right up there in the coach of the year story. Yeah. There'll be other guys too. I mean, you gotta give Sirianni at, at at Philadelphia obviously his due. They're they're ten and one right now. Right. Or eleven and one. So um yeah. But right now this game, I'm excited to be coming back to Buffalo. I uh, hear the weather's gonna be it a pretty decent, and um, I'm looking forward to it. I've, I've enjoyed this ride with the Bills. This is exactly what I expected before the season started. This was the team I thought was going to be the team to beat, and um, you know, right now I'm still holding by that. Well, you mentioned it uh, in the in the Coach of the Year voting, the New York media presence. There's another there's another thing about the New York uh, about the media presence that y- y- you have something to do with. It's called an announcer's jinx. So, so we're watching the Thanksgiving game, and you're making this call about what was it? Uh, something uh, about 103 straight. And the moment oh. the moment you mention it, the streak ends. Well, actually, I got kind of the double whammy that week. The one that was most egregious was the kicker for the Lions. I, I don't think I'm going to be welcome back in Detroit anytime soon. <laughs> All of this, of course, is tongue-in-cheek. But Michael Badgley, their kicker, had a 29-yarder. Now, I happened to watch him warm up, and he had a dreadful warm-up session on the field. So <laughs> I had this feeling there was a chance he could miss from 29 yards. And, of course, I had all the data committed to memory. He had not missed a field goal or a PAT that year, this year. So as he, as he was setting up for the kick, just to have some fun with it, I think my preamble was, I don't want to hear anything about some so-called announcer's jinx. Here's Michael Badgley. He hasn't missed a kick all year long. 
secretly, I'm hoping he's going to miss the kick because I've had this great buildup. I want to play right into the hands of the old uh, right. silly announcer's jinx theory. <laughs> and, of course, the guy rope hooked it left and missed. But you're getting me on on, uh, on on Tyler Bass's extra point streak coming to an end. I had mentioned that on his first PAT attempt of the game. And then, lo and behold, two attempts after that, yes, he missed. Uh, that one, uh, that one, I can't, I can't have that one marked against me. But the Badgley one that cost the Lions three points in a game that was decided by three, uh, you'd be surprised how many people would actually take these silly announcer yeah. jinxes seriously. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. It's supposed to be funny. Yeah. yeah. How does does Tony rib you much for that stuff? I mean, he's- are you kidding? He's he's all <laughs> over me. He's the guy that's kind of like giving this thing another life. So uh, it's all good fun. It's yeah. all good fun. Uh, we would be remiss if we didn't mention this too, Jim, um, being a college basketball junkie that I am, we've enjoyed you for years, uh, you know, doing the road to the final four and, you know, you recently made the announcement, this is going to be your last ride coming up in March. Um, you know, I know your schedule is absolutely bananas. Uh, so the fact that you've done it as long as you have is pretty remarkable in and of itself doing football and golf also, um, just why you kind of decided now was the time this coming March? Well, I have, I have three children, two are at home, two young kids. And it's primarily about getting some of my life back. And I've done it for a long, long time. It was nothing more than that. I've had uh, the golden hamster wheel, if you will, for 37 years. And that, that by that, I mean, one season ends, the next one begins. I finish football. I head to the West coast for some golf at some glorious sites I do a little bit of West Coast golf for a month, and the NCAA tournament begins. And I go through 15 game calls in 23 days. It's exhausting. It's exhilarating. It's exciting. I love it. But it 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 is a lot. I mean, it's a lot on my plate. And then I go right from there to the Masters and do golf basically most every weekend until week one of the NFL season. So you never quite are home. So I was just looking for a way to trim it back. People think I'm retiring. I'm going to be back to – like 41 weeks on the road. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, so I'm going to have the NFL. And by the way, I want to add this. You know, Ian Eagle's going to be doing it starting in 24, and he is just sensational. And I, and I really felt, too, it was time for, for Ian to have his own property. I'm thrilled for him. He'll take it and run with it and take it to greater heights. And uh, he deserves it. So I, I'm, I'm thrilled. And it's going to end in Houston. That had a lot to do with this year because nice. Houston was my gateway city. Right. I went to the University of Houston. My alma mater got me into the business. They were the ones that entrusted me to be the public address announcer. That's why I give Ed Oliver a lot of extra love, by the way. <laughs> uh, he's a Houston cook. And, um, you know, the, the, we're ranked number one in the nation right now. I mean, the dream here would be for Houston to win the championship on Monday night. and That'd be my last basketball call. Right. Yeah. Well, Jim, thanks so much. When you get to town, tell Jim Rickoff I said hello. He's a good friend of ours, your producer. I know the executive producer of NFL on CBS. He loves you, it. man. Yeah, well, the, the feelings I mutual. Thing I need to say the guys, the guys at CB, thing. the guys at CBS have, have had always treated me just so. My time there was absolutely phenomenal. I got nothing but love and respect for the whole crew, and uh, they were. It was such a gift to be a part of it for as long as I was. Well, you you remain always a part of the family, Stephen. You are beloved, and we all look forward to getting back to uh, Buffalo to go see a lot of friends there, including uh, Hutch, uh, yeah, Mark Hutchinson yeah. and Hutches. And uh, Charlie the Butcher and Bonnie, his wife. I mean, you got friends there like you wouldn't believe. But I want to say this. I know you're up against the break. When I did the Pittsburgh game, 
uh, I was emotionally on on zero. My mom had passed away that week leading into the game. And I decided to do the game anyway because I felt she would have wanted me to. And we had a service on the Thursday leading into the Pittsburgh at Buffalo game in Houston. But there was going to be another service on Monday, graveside service in Charlotte, where my mom is buried now next to my father. So I did that game, and uh, it was uh, it was hard to do. But I had such an outpouring from people in Buffalo, including Brandon Bean and Coach McDermott, Josh Allen. I mean, I had people reaching out to me like you can't believe. And in, in lieu of flowers, we asked people to, to, to make a donation if they so desired to the Nance National Alzheimer's Center down at Houston Methodist Hospital, which is named for my father. My, I created it after my father lost his battle, and it's one of the top research institutes in the world in battling Alzheimer's. Do you know, I get these reports back, and there were dozens, dozens of people that sent in donations that said, Bill's Mafia, Bill's Mafia, Bill's Mafia. I, you know, that story didn't get any attention, nor am I asking it to, but we know about the the Andy Daltons. We know about when Josh lost his grandmother. We know the way the people in this community have such a heart and they step up for people. And I, I just want you to know, I'm really touched. I'm really touched by what the fan base did for me and the organization um, for strangers I've never met before to find a way to find out where to be able to, they had to look that up. Uh, it was an amazing effort. I will, I will never forget that the rest of my life. And I just, I know there are going to be some of those folks who are going to be watching this thing right now. And I just want you to know from the bottom of my heart, it really meant a lot to me and my family. Well, I'm glad so we, we, we had got the to opportunity. do it right. Yeah. This organization, this fan base, you deserve nothing but the best. And I wish you guys uh, all your dreams to come true. Well, we're, um, we're I'm really yeah. appreciative. We're glad we were able to give you the time to to thank Bill's Mafia there publicly. I'm sure they, they appreciate it, although they expect nothing in return, as you've probably come to know personally now Amazing. after this. So uh, and and extended condolences to you as well, Jim. We're probably we probably should have done that right off the top. Uh, so oh, that's fine, Chris. Thank you. I really appreciate you and Steve both. Thanks yeah. for having me on. I'll see you in the playoffs. All okay? right. Absolutely. Have a great call on thank Sunday. You, Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Travel guys. safe. All the best. Look forward to being there. All right. Thank that's you. Jim Nance, NFL on CBS lead play-by-play man. Going to call the game Bills Jets on Sunday with Tony Romo on CBS. We'll take a break here. Be back with more, including some of your phone calls here on One Bills Live, presented by Collider Health. It's Buffalo Bills Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 